0: What? Life isn't supposed to suck? Get out of here. Life is supposed to be good? For me? I don't think so. Truth, did you know that you have the power to create your own reality? Truth, did you know that you can live the life that you've always desired? Holy That's right, and that's why we're here. Are you ready? Unless you're on joy overload, You've come to the right place. It's time to get out of your own way and start creating more of what you want and less of what you don't. Enough with the excuses. I'm your host, Jenny Roberts. Let's do this. Welcome, everyone. I'm extremely excited today to be talking to you about something that is absolutely essential to a beautiful experience while we're here in this time and space, and that is purpose. Now, this could give you a little bit of a sandpaper vibe, you know, Um, I don't know what my purpose is, what, what, you know, like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't even know. I just do what I need to do. I'm working. I'm doing the best that I can, blah, blah, blah. It's all good. But identifying a purpose and understanding that your purpose in life will move around is a very big deal. And will absolutely affect the experience that you're having while you're here. So let's check this out. Let's dig in. If we're looking at the definition of purpose as a noun, this is the reason for something being done or created uh, or the reason why something exists. However, as a verb, it is our intention or our objective now, the word goal is not one of my favorite words, but that doesn't, you know, make it a bad word just because it's four letters. Um, but it, it just to me, it, we, we have a lot of, of beliefs around goal setting that may not serve us any longer. Perhaps I don't want to, um, you know, project my beliefs onto you, but I just, I've never done a great job with goal setting. But when I start to think about intention, and what I want to experience, that just resonates with me. It's more about doing and being in the now than it is at arriving at uh in a into a certain situation or environment. I think you can follow me there. So the object that we are, and when I say object, it could be a feeling, it doesn't have to be tangible, but whatever it is that we're moving toward or what we're striving for, what we're aiming for, this is definitely going to involve our purpose. And this purpose is going to be defined as very important part of the plan to move us into our intention. So we want to think about, think about carefully what it is we do with our time, how we spend it, how we value it, how we honor it, and how we feel during it, right? Our time here. When we intend, we to some degree work to resolve what we are currently experiencing. We work to accomplish. Uh, Something perhaps that's contrasting between where we are and where we'd like to be. Now, from the time that we're little, we feel like we have purpose, whether we're aware of it or not, the word or the intention, but we do. We have things that we're drawn to and we have things that we want to turn away from. What we are drawn to is absolutely connected more to why we're here, why we came. So we're naturally drawn to it. However, it can sometimes also feel as a young person, very young, right? In eight, nine, five, six, or as a teenager or a young adult, that we are being powerfully influenced by others as to what our purpose is. And that can absolutely be true. So you may feel as a child, your purpose was just to survive your life because your childhood was extraordinarily difficult. Uh, People talk a lot today about bullying, about that kind of meanness that exists out there, not just with younger people, but certainly that is amplified currently. So this idea that we're just surviving as a kid, this is not exciting, right? This is waking up and feeling anxious, even depressed, having anxiety about having to interact with others, going to school. That's not cool, right? We should be enjoying this very special time of our lives. So we need to look at this. And perhaps our purpose, we feel, was more just get through school. I got to, you know, get through grade school, and then I'm not really worrying about a lot then. Uh, if if my home life is is healthy, I get to high school. Definitely, I'm going to try to survive that, I'm trying to survive puberty, trying to survive all those hormones, right? Um, and it moves around, it shifts as we move through time. And then it's I just got to survive college if we choose to go that way. And again, all of this may be influenced heavily influenced by others. We may not want to go to college at all, but our family just has this understanding that that's what you do. Or the opposite. We're entrepreneurs in this family. So that's the expectation that we have of you, that you don't work for others, that you create your own business. A lot of influence, right? You can kind of feel the pressure. And a lot of that influence can be powerful and positive and helpful, And purpose-driven, but a lot of it can be distracting and disheartening, particularly if we're not feeling the passion around what it is that we're expected to do. So how do we navigate this? If we unlearn, let's say that we always wanted to be a musician, but everyone in our family is a physician, (laughs) so they... They just have a different idea about creativity. Perhaps they don't think that it's something that you can do to make a living uh, or they're afraid for you, right? So they're projecting onto you what they feel is the right thing to do. You follow me. What do we do with that? Well, we wander around a lot because if if we follow the desires of others and we see all that through, we definitely can find ourselves very joyful and, and feeling grateful for being directed or the opposite. We can feel resentful. We can get to the end of that college journey and go, that was a complete waste of my time. I have no desire. Or we may even feel so trapped in other people's expectations that we do go on and survive that career, even though we don't have passion around it well it pays the bills we can justify it all because we've been heavily influenced regardless of where you are on your journey today you can define what your intention your true your truth intention is and hey if you if you wanted to be a professional athlete and you're now 50 And you're just listening to this podcast and saying, yeah, you know what, damn it, I am going to do what I want to do. Finally, I've done what everybody else wants me to do my whole life. Now I'm going to do what I want to do. You can't necessarily be a professional athlete at the age of 50, although, you know, things do happen. However, there are places that you can put that intention that will feel or help you to get to that same Oh, place of bliss when you are in alignment with what you came here, what you are powerfully intended to do. I mean, you could end up doing a podcast that just really focuses just on this subject. And all you do is work to encourage people at no matter at what age to forget, you know, working just to pay the bills and do what is expected of you and actually live in joy doing what you love and what you came here powerfully intended to do. I don't know. Does it resonate with you? Probably, but you could also be thinking to yourself, yeah, that all sounds great, but I do have to pay my bills and I have no idea how to tune into that or how I would make that move. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because this is a big deal. You being here. And I don't mean listening to this podcast necessarily. I mean, being here on this planet at this particular time is a very big deal. And when you are powerfully connected to a desire, you guys, you know, it doesn't go away. You can bury it. You can push it aside until later in life, but it's always there tapping you on the shoulder. That is soul spark. That is your inner ones that is <laughs> whatever you want to call it that is your gut guiding you constantly toward your original powerful intention so now is the time so we may we may feel as though well i i really just don't know you know i've i've put all my dreams aside i just kind of gave up on all of that I wouldn't even know where to begin. Fair enough. Fair enough. So let's begin together by being playful and just thinking about if you could do anything and money didn't matter, and we know it does, but I'm just asking, if you could do anything and you didn't have to think about the money side of it. What would you spend your time doing? And if your immediate reaction is uh, retiring, never working again, that's because what you're doing is not fulfilling your intention. Work is not a bad thing. Work is a wonderful, powerful thing when you're in alignment with the work that you're doing. When you're not, it sucks. Big time. So let's turn to this. And think about what, what the heck, what is my, not just work purpose, my, my spiritual purpose, like what fires me up? Why do I do what I do? If I could do anything, why would I want to do that thing with my time? And it could be multiple things. I mean, one, one thing doesn't necessarily blanket it. Uh, Let me give you an example. I love the work I do. I love doing the podcasts. I love uh, holding retreats. I love connecting with people that way. It fulfills me a certain way. Podcasts fulfill me a certain way. Spending a lot of time outdoors fuels my creativity and is definitely part of my purpose because it's what helps me to connect and find the answers uh, through source so that I can funnel that out to you guys and to, to anyone and everyone that it might help in any way so that I can be of service. So I love the intended time I I spend with my family, but I can't just do that. It, It takes, it takes a variety of things, variety of actions on my part to bring my intention together in a space that I can creatively bring about my purpose, why I'm here. It gives me direction because when I'm doing those things, I feel very connected to source. When I'm doing stuff like administrative work, some people love it. And I think that's amazing. I'm I'm learning to love it. I'm learning to allow it to empower me. But it, it's not something that I would put at the you know in the top 10 of uh, my, the list of things I love to do, no judgment, whatever it is for you, but your connection to source. And if you're, and if you don't feel like you have one, just think about it this way. When you are feeling really, really good, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, all of that, when that comes together and you're just in this kind of euphoric state, that's connection. And when you're in that, you have more hope. And also when you're in it, this is when you can ask for help. So you can just sit quietly and ask for direction. And then be patient and move forward joyfully, knowing that what you desire is on its way to you. Now, that doesn't mean you just sit back and not engage or do anything to, this, to, to create it. This is co-creating at its best. This isn't waiting, although waiting can be involved, but it's not like just sit back and it's all going to roll in. The work that's in between where you are now and where you would like to be, that's the magic. That's that's where we want to be. We want to be in that work. Definitely want to be in that work. That's what inspires us. That's when you feel fired up and and excited about what we're doing. And I get it like if it's been a long time since you've been excited about anything, I know. I know. Actually, in all honesty, as I as I'm chatting with you, I just went through one of those phases and I really didn't know I was in it, but I would never refer to it as a burnout phase. I just felt detached. Maybe a little burnout but definitely detached, not inspired, a bit disconnected, kind of like I was on hold. The difference, because I've been in that place before, I think we all have many times, but the difference is I as I do this work as I and I work my practice, I recognize it and it didn't freak me out. I just kind of let it be. I just waited a bit. I continued to do what needed to be done. And it was all fine, was really better than fine. But as I came through it, I started to feel a shift. I can't really articulate it other than to say I could, it was a feeling and it continues to be a feeling. And I once again feel inspired and I'm not quite sure what I'm inspired about. So that might, that might sound kind of messed up, but. This is how it works when you're really in this. It can be less specific and you can begin to sense that it's coming as it gets closer. And during that time in meditation, I I really ask to just remain open, receptive, responsive. Just really open to whatever it is that's coming because I can feel it. I don't want to miss it. And something might show up that's very different. Than what I was planning or or thought was going to happen, and I'm okay with that now. It doesn't have to look like what I thought it would look like. I just want it to come, so that I can continue to be excited, and and just totally stoked about being here, in this time and in this space, and not sitting around, you know, feeling sad and depressed and watching way too much. Just binging too much television, you know, doing the Netflix thing. Time and place, right? Time and place. I can do that really joyfully, but I can also do it in a place from a place that's just not joyful and it's it doesn't feel good. It's okay. It's that lyric? It's okay not to be okay. Absolutely, because that's that's the in between. A good friend of mine calls that the IB. That's the in-between. And when we're in the in-between, it's, it's just not a bad thing. It's something is about to come and we just have to be willing to chill until it arrives. But continue to be proactive and be co-creative and do what we came here to do, what we're truly intended to do. And hey, That may mean staying in the shitty job for a little while longer. It may mean doing some things that we don't necessarily want to do for a little while, not for a long time. We did not come here to suffer for long periods of time. Suffering is inevitable to some degree, but not most of the time. Why would we come forth with that intention? No, I think not. We are worthy of much more of anything and everything that we desire. It's just time to get on fire about our purpose. It's time to figure it out. It's time to discover it and and thrive in it and play in it and celebrate it and no longer hide from it. This way we can find this feeling of fulfillment and wholeness that comes from this powerful intention to contribute to make a difference, to matter. And through that, we gain this self-satisfaction. We're no longer going outside of ourselves to prove that we have done whatever so that we will be acknowledged. That's all great. There's nothing wrong with being acknowledged. That's fun. It's fun to celebrate that, of course. But we don't have to have that when we're in alignment with our purpose. When we're powerfully intended. We've got it. We don't have to wait for someone else to see what we're doing with our time and with our energy. Our soul knows. Our soul knows it's why we came. It's why we're here at this specific time, in this specific place, no matter how whacked it looks right now, connect, do it. And if you need help, reach out. We are always here for you. And you know, we are all in this together. This is what will drive you, inspire you, move you. You will not only experience a completely different life yourself, but you will have a tremendous impact on those that you love, that are close to you, right around you, and to souls that you have never met. So with that, I will let you get to it. Fire it up and get on purpose. All right, guys, I'm out with nothing but love for you. Until next time, peace. Well, warriors, that's a wrap. Until next time, step into your power and remember, we're all in this together and your time is now. Time to live the life you deserve. Go to Essentials slash podcast gift to begin your journey. We're out of here. Peace.